Welcome to the Gold Nose Podcast. This podcast is made by a fan for fans. I'm not a reporter, journalist, or insider. This is episode 10. Today is December 10th, 2019. And uh, how, how can we gain ground on Clemson in year one? Um... I think it's going to be really impossible to gain ground on them in year one. They've got too much talent, followed by a great coaching staff. Um, Short-term goals to close the gap on Clemson. Um, Just make it competitive for four quarters. That's going to be hard enough. Um, Upgrade offensive line and defensive lines. That should be your number one priority. Clemson losing Jeff Scott to uh, South Florida, it, it will help Florida State. Now, we, we got to hope that uh, Elliott goes to, like, Memphis or Appalachian State or something like that. Um, without Jeff Scott being the uh, other offensive coordinator, you lose uh, another set of eyes in the film room and on game day. Um, keeping Odell was a no-brainer. The team loves him. In fact, the whole fan base loves him. Uh, you had to do that to win over the team. Uh, in my opinion, Norvell should strongly consider keeping Dugans and Lockett. They know the recruiting in, in the state of Florida. And also, this would help from a continuity standpoint with the current players and future recruits. Um, he, uh, he hired Ken, Kenny Dillingham. Um, I'm not sure... What his offensive philosophy is, I'm pretty sure that Mike Norvell will be calling plays. I know that Gus Malzahn was calling the plays at Auburn. I guess the offensive coordinator is just going to be a guy that helps in preparation preparation for games during the week. And just, you know, just another set of eyes out there on the field just in case – you know, the, the the play caller, the head coach is missing something. Um, I need Mike Norvell to make these guys work extremely hard on and off the field, in the classroom and in the weight room. Um, I can't put emphasis on that enough. I think I've harped on it the last three episodes. Uh, to me, we're the softest team in Power 5 football. But also, academics are important. You know, these guys need to be eligible to be on the field. So we need to put emphasis on both of these things. Um, um, FSU boosters, it's time to put up or shut up. Put your money where your mouth is and build a football uh, facility already. Um, You know, if we're ever going to get back to a place where we're year in and year out in the top five, we you know, 10 and win at least 10 games. We're going to a New Year's six game, New Year's Day six game. That's like bare minimum. I think that's like the bare minimum that this fan base wants. You you got to you got to quit being cheap. The 90s are over. The early 2000s are over. 2013, that's six years ago. OK, it's it's time to. To graduate to big boy football and turn the page and start handing over that money. If we're going going to be elite and, you know, 
you know, for the life of me, you know, the fan, the the fan base, the boosters, you know, former players, they, they want championships. But they you got to do certain things to get championships. They just don't hand you the trophy. Um, let's see, what else did I want to touch on today? Um, I wanted to talk about Amari Gaynor. Um, he, he has, uh, he's what, 6'3", 216. That's, that's a good freshman size. I need to get, I need him to get up to about 230. And I need him, and it's got to be all muscle. And he needs to really hit the weights hard. He needs to work on his agility. He needs to work on his pass coverage techniques. He needs to work on his tackling techniques. But um, he's raw. He's very raw. But there is potential there. I've seen some flashes from Amari Gaynor um, during his uh, during the time that he was out there playing. Um, I think he can play inside or outside. Um, it just depends on what kind of scheme that you're going to try to run with him. I think if he puts on a little bit more weight, if you're going to play the 3-4, he could play outside. If you wanted to play inside, he definitely has the the quicks and the agility to be an inside linebacker. Um, Another topic that I wanted to – Address was the defensive coordinator. Um, I picked a guy. I don't even know his name. I, he's the defensive coordinator at Iowa State. Um, I'm only saying his name because Brent Venables went out there and learned his defensive scheme. So if we could get that guy, I'll take Charlie Strong. Um, I really don't know all the defensive guys out there, but we need a – we need a defensive coordinator that <laughs> actually knows what's going on during the game, man, because the last game we played, Harlan Barnett had a, a linebacker playing the deep middle. I don't know what that was. I mean, that wasn't – I mean, unless you're, you've got Isaiah Simmons from Clemson out there playing the deep middle, I, I just didn't – I just didn't get that. Um, another little thing I want, I, a couple of episodes ago, I had my all time nose team and I caught a little flack from my corners. People were saying that Antonio Cromartie, um, belonged on that list. Now to my recollection, I could be wrong now when his freshman year, he was a kick returner and he played nickelback. All right, and I think he got hurt one year, and then he went to the NFL draft. So I, great talent, extraordinary talent. Went to the pros, tore it up, man. But is he one of the all-time greats? I don't know. I kind of lump him and uh, Derwin James in the same category. I mean, Derwin James had that one great year, his freshman year. Then he got hurt his sophomore year. Then he came back his junior year, and he was okay. He didn't 
To me, he didn't. I think he played kind of safe. He played not to get hurt, in my opinion. He just wanted to get through those 12 games and get to the NFL draft. Um, but I recognize that he, he was one of the top guys coming out um, when he came to Florida State. And um, they I think they were going to try to play him at receiver his sophomore year. That's how much talent he had. They didn't even want him to play corner. They wanted him to play receiver because they seen his ball skills on the um, on kickoff return. So from a talent standpoint, if we're just saying talented players, yeah, of course he he's up there. But corner, nah, I can't, I can't, um, nah, I can't do that. Um, what happened to Kyle Myers? Um, he made some plays a uh, season before last. Bef- see the season before this one, he made some plays. Um, I haven't seen him. I, I um, uh, I think I seen him on the sideline one time of one game I was watching. I can't remember, but um, <laughs> decent cover guy had some had some ball skills. Got some picks. Um, okay tackler. I mean. He wasn't any worse than Asante Samuel or Stanford Samuels or Renardo Green or Isaiah Bolden or whoever you wanted to march out there. Um, Lighton, Litton, whatever his name is, A.J. Litton. Um, I, I think he's just as good as uh, any of those other guys that they marched out there. So um, if anybody knows or has any information on Kyle Myers, I mean, I would love to hear it. Um, let's see, man, Jordan Travis, um, I just, I don't, when he, going into the Florida game, I wanted him to do the read option. I didn't want him dropping back and passing because he, his arm really isn't that strong. Um, he's got tremendous speed for a quarterback and I thought he that was where he was going to help us out you know I was saying you know Browse should come up with some kind of formation where you have uh Blackman Jordan Travis and Cam Akers in the backfield at the same time and then you know at the last second you do a little switcheroo and you could do a run or you could do a pass and I thought that could have um, knock their defense off balance a little bit. Um, you know, maybe I, I'm not an X's and O's guy. I'm just saying, you know, just dropping back and passing that didn't work because the tackles <laughs> they got they got uh steamrolled. So I think Jordan Travis has a future in this program. Um, he, I don't know how you improve arm strength. I don't know if you can like lift weights and become a stronger thrower, passer. Um, if it's just something that you can just go out there and, you know, just throw every day and your arm gets stronger. Um, but whatever he has to do to, um, get to that point, he needs to do it. 
Um, so another little thing I wanted to uh, touch on was to the fan base. Fan base, we need to go out and support Mike Norvell when the season starts next year. I know we've got some skeptics, and I'm a skeptic too. But, um, you know, I'm going to do everything I can to support this guy. Um, He seems very intelligent. He seems very organized. Um, He seems like it seems like he's going to give his all to this program. And that's all you can ask for. Um, But at the end of the day, it's got to translate to wins. Um, You know, that's what this fan base is hungry for. We're tired of losing to Clemson. We own Clemson historically. And for the last five years, they've owned us. In particular, the last two years, they've absolutely boat raced us. And I'm just sick of seeing it. I think we can get the same type of talent that they can get. We just got to go out and have like one or two decent seasons. Then the talent will come. The talent will come back. Um, uh, I really, I'm really anxious to see what becomes of Woody and Pimpleton and, and, uh, all of Willie Taggart's guys. (laughs) I know that, um, you know, they got a bum rap because of Willie Taggart, but I know they're going to be loyal to him no matter what. But <clears throat> I don't I don't see Willie Taggart getting another head coaching job next season, man. I really don't. I think he kind of doomed himself by messing up at Florida State. Um, maybe Appalachian State will take a chance on him. Maybe Memphis. Memphis is probably going to go after Tony Elliott from Clemson. Um, FAU has an opening. Um, Boston College is still open. So I don't know, you know, what becomes of Willie Taggart. Um, He just looks so lost at that level. So with that being said, I'm going to conclude episode number 10. I appreciate the tremendous support. Again, it's available on Spotify, Apple, Google. Rate, review, subscribe. Thank you for your support, and I will see you at the next episode.